the Messy Backend, where experts share customized business advice and tips about all the messy stuff that goes on behind the beautifully branded front end of entrepreneurship. This is where most businesses fail, so we're here to help you save time, make money, and succeed. And now your host of The Messy Backend, Sheila J. Davis and Nate Tucker. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you all so much. We have a wonderful show for you today. As Tony Zambito once said, instead of using technology to optimize processes, think about using technology to enhance human interaction. On our expert segment today, we're going to be talking to Tyler Garns, also known as the original Infusionsoft Ninja. He's an award-winning, world-renowned marketer who has played a major role in the development of automated internet marketing campaigns since the early 2000s. And you'll hear real questions and stories from real entrepreneurs with real messy backends. And our expert, Tyler, will share his experience, expertise, and the tools that he suggests to get it all cleaned up. How messy is your backend? Is it holding you back? Is it making it so that you can't make more money? You can't serve your purpose? Visit themessybackend.com today and find out just how messy your backend is and how to clean it up. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast by heading on over to themessybackend.com slash subscribe so that you never miss an episode. Check us out on Facebook to see video of our recordings. Now on to our expert, Tyler Garns, for his expert advice. Don't mess your seat, folks. Here we go. Today, we have a messy back-end question submitted by an anonymous listener. Tyler, which email and marketing automation service would you recommend for a business with 1,000 or less subscribers? Well, Sheila and Nate, thanks so much for having me on. Uh, this is a really, really good question. Um, it's a, a very common question that's going to come up for people who are just starting their business or who are growing and still small. Uh, you realize that email marketing is one of the keys that you're going to you know, you need to utilize to communicate with your customers. So you know, how do I choose a tool? Well, it's important to recognize that there's actually a distinction between the types of tools out there. First, there is what we'll call email marketing tools. These are typically very basic tools that you can utilize to put in your list of contacts and send broadcast emails. So let's say you know, once a week you want to send a newsletter, you log in, you write your newsletter, you send it, and you do all that mostly manually. As you grow and you want to get more sophisticated, then there are email automation tools, or let's call it marketing automation, where you can set up automated sequences to do follow-up for you automatically for each of your contacts. Those tools, uh, like I said, are more sophisticated. They're going to require a lot more work on your end. And that's what people forget because the automation tools, we get this idea that, oh, everything's going to be automated for me. Well, you have to tell the automation tool what to do. And that, that takes a fair amount of uh, strategic understanding, fair amount of you know, technical understanding to go in and set up the systems and things like that. So I think the main thing you want to do right now is just figure out where, what category do I fall in? Am I like just getting going and I need to send some basic emails? I'm going to use an email broadcasting tool or email, email marketing tool, or do I need to get more sophisticated, follow up better, um, you know, create all kinds of funnels as we might call them in the marketing world uh, to guide people down a path towards a product sale automatically. If so, I'm going to be looking for marketing automation tools. There's a lot out there. Probably doesn't make sense for us to go into the details of which one is best. You'll need to do a little research and figure out what's best for your company and your situation. But that's some basic advice to get you going down the right path. Yeah, I think it's really important for people to realize two things like you just said. 
automation does not happen automatically. <laughs> you actually have to build the automation. The other thing I would say is don't always just look at the dollar amount it's going to cost you. It's kind of like the dollar store, right? There's some things you can get the dollar store and that's okay. They come, you bring them home, they break in 10 minutes. And there's other things that you really just shouldn't buy at the dollar stores. That's all I'm going to say about that. Because <laughs> I mean, you know, we all have our, our favorite platforms. The truth is every platform isn't right for every business. Yeah, it's a really good point. Uh, one of the ways you can look at it too is um, what are the functions that this automated tool is going to take care of for me so I don't have to pay a human to do it? Because then the cost uh, really becomes irrelevant. You know, if I were going to pay a person 10, 15, 20, 30 dollars an hour to do this, and instead I can pay a system to do it for $100 or $200 or $300 an hour, that might still make a ton of sense. Although that $300 a month might be a lot more than, you know, the, the free tool or the $10 a month tool. You know, and I, I love that because I was thinking about using that analogy earlier because that's something that I've always understood. Those those marketing automation platforms, those tools that we use are basically, they're an employee in a way. When you hire a new employee, you have to train them. You have to, you can't just hire a new employee and be like, cool, all right, market for me. And they're like, what do you want me to market? You know, how do you want me to do this? You have to train them. You have to tell them, you know, and set the systems in place that say, hey, when somebody does this, when somebody clicks on this link, when somebody goes to the Facebook page, when somebody, you know, and you set all these kind of if and then statements, but it's a system that you set out, just like you would tell a human, you just use a little bit different language or syntax. Uh, in the marketing automation platform to direct them, uh, you know, I say them, the software on what to do next. Uh, and then you can, you know, have a marker down and, and go into those different funnels so that, as you know, the end goal, well, I'll, I'll let you talk about that because I, th I think you're going to say it a lot more eloquently than I am. What is the end goal here when you're trying to drive down and use a funnel or use this you know, these marketed automation systems. Yeah, I'm glad you brought that up because um, again, like Sheila said, the, this idea of automation doesn't happen automatically, but when most people approach it for the first time, they create a very automated situation, um, which is not what your customers are looking for. They don't want robots to communicate with them, right? They want to feel like a person really cares and is interacting with them. So that's really the end goal, Nate, is to create a situation that develops a stronger relationship with your audience, um, helps, helps them feel more comfortable about buying, builds trust and things like that, requires less time and energy from you, right? Is as automated as possible. So um, one tip I would give is look, when you get into these automated systems and you start to build it out, you really need to think less about yourself, less about how you're trying to automate your work and your time and more about the customer. How can I create a better experience for the customer? One way to do that is just sit down and craft, like don't think about automation and remove all of the restrictions that we automatically place on ourselves. Time restrictions, money restrictions. You know, we, we know we have a finite budget. We know we only have so many hours in the day, but just forget about all that for a moment and say, what would be the most amazing experience for my customers? Like if I had all the time and all the money in the world, what would I do for each customer as they come through the process of getting to know us, buying from us, that kind of stuff, and just craft this phenomenal experience. Then you take a step back and say, okay, how do I start automating that experience? And you'll find that actually you can, you can develop a lot of that really amazing experience um, without too much trouble. But if you take that 
approach of creating the amazing experience first versus like, hey, what in my life can I automate? Then you'll create a good experience for them instead of just automating something that feels automated to your customers. That's actually one of the biggest things I talk to the businesses that I'm mentoring um, with their back end. So I'll get into their back end and I'll see, you know, all the problems and I can, where I can save them money. Can I do all these things? And when I ask them, you know, what their end experience is, I always tell them, forget about the how. Don't think about the how, because number, number one, the how will make you want to quit. But if you understand the what, and then you break it down piece by piece, then the how becomes more easy. And you know which tools to use, who to hire, what you need, what your experience is. One of the big things that we always talk about on the podcast is hire out what tires you out. If it's not your expertise, hire someone else to do it. If it's going to take you like um, one particular software that I had, it took me six months to get it set up. I could have hired somebody to do that in a day. So sure. looking at how long is it going to take you, how long is it going to take a professional and, you know, make sure you're working with the right people and the right tools, then, then that's what will make it work better for you. Yeah, that's a really good point. Um, one thing else I'll, I'll throw in there too is realize that a lot of these automation tools um, don't just automate marketing. They can automate a lot of internal workflow as well. So uh, just as an example, um, I recently just got home from a trip where I was gone in Asia for two weeks, really didn't have a whole lot of interaction with my business. Uh, and I was able to do that confidently and comfortably because I set up everything in our system in our automated system to manage everything, including all of my team members. So they get tasks out of our system. They get assignments, they get direction, they get instruction. All of that stuff has been set up. And I know that the system, most likely anyways, isn't going to fail. It'll keep doing its job. And if my employees, my team members just follow the system, then everything's going to run smoothly. And that's just a huge relief to be able to do that kind of thing. Yeah, there are a lot of things that when I start, first started working for a marketing automation company, uh, at first I was like, oh yeah, these are just going to be marketing and emails. And then I realized people were using these things for you know, a lot of the, the back end things, it's like, yeah, I need to, you know, follow up or people were even creating reminders and automation things for paying bills, you know, in the company, like, hey, yeah, your electric bill is due this day, let's create an automatic reminder uh, with a little email. It's, hey, yeah, once this is paid, let me check this box. But until then, it's going to bug me. Um, or, hey, let's send the email to the correct person on our team who needs to be paying that bill or following up with this customer, you know, doing those things. Tyler, do you want to talk maybe just in our last minute or so, because uh, obviously we're kind of focused on a little bit of email marketing, um, but what other marketing automation tools are out there these days? Like, because I know people are doing text automations and, you know, obviously things like Facebook and Instagram posts and those type of things. I, I know you guys focus mostly on email, but I know you've got an expertise in a lot of those things. Yeah, really the key is to understand where your audience is and how they interact, right? So our audience is business owners. We do most of ours with email. Um, but a lot of our customers, a lot of our clients have uh, customers who operate best on a phone. And so we set up automated text messages and things like that. So yeah, whether it's uh, social media, it's text messages, it's uh, email, all of those things can be automated. I think the key is to not get overwhelmed with the massive possibilities. Just start simple and get started um, and start creating that amazing experience and it'll be amazing. Yeah, I mean, we didn't all learn to walk in a day. We didn't decide to build our business in a day. So just doing one thing at a time and really starting at the beginning with smart tech. And we have a couple of other episodes about tech that are brilliant. That if you if you have questions about tech, go listen to those because we've got people who have talked about, you know, Steve Dotto 
is the biggest tech guy in Canada, and he talks about how to choose your tech in such a way that um, will really clarify that. And then you add on Tyler's expertise on this AMIT marketing, and you'll be able to make the right decision for your business. Tyler, thank you so much for joining us today to talk about email marketing. It's a big deal. Yeah, thank you guys. Appreciate it. Thanks, Tyler. Would you like to have either myself or Nate speak at your next event or on your podcast? Visit us at themessybackend.com slash speaking. Well, that's our show for today's episode of The Messy Backend. Thanks so much for listening. Nate and Sheila signing off until next week. That's all we have for today's episode of the, 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 the Messy Backend. Join us again next week as our experts share more customized business advice and tips about all the messy stuff that goes on in the back end of entrepreneurship. Remember, you are not alone. Every business has a messy back end and needs a little attention. <laughs>